we're we're uh, looking forward to another successful open forum this year. This is the second year in a row that we have done a virtual open forum. Last year was quite successful. Some of you, I think, participated in that, and you might, uh, those of you who were present for last year's open forum know that we had a record attendance. So we had some rooms last year where there were over 20 participants in the open forum virtual session. If we would have had a, uh, an in-person face-to-face meeting and 200 people showed up in the open forum room, we'd have to send out for more chairs. I think uh, typically, Sarah, if we've gotten 75 or 100, we've thought that's a good attendance for, for an open forum. So we're trying to reproduce the positive experience that we had a year ago. One thing that we did last year, and you're now part of it again this year, is we've had an information session for presenters and moderators so that we could go over some of what it is that you can expect on the day of your presentation and give you an opportunity to ask any questions that you might have about what to expect uh, during the virtual open forum. So, First of all, to all of you who are presenters, congratulations uh, on having your abstract accepted for presentation. I know there's a lot of work that goes into doing your research, writing your abstract uh, and so forth. So congratulations to all of you for that. And for the chairs and moderators, thank you in advance for helping us to uh, moderate the sessions and to uh, have the uh, to reproduce the success that we had a year ago. The abstracts are published online in the October issue. So if you go to the October issue of the journal on the journal's website, there is a supplement, and that supplement is all of the open forum abstracts for. This year, I see that Sarah put a link to that in the chat. So that'll take you directly to the open forum abstracts. One of the things that we are doing this year, different from last year, is as you know, we've invited all of you to submit a poster and send that along to Denise Willis, who is one of our section editors. Denise is collecting all of those that were submitted and we will add those posters as supplementary files to your abstracts. Sarah, are they, have, have any of them been uploaded yet? Yes, well, I've got at least one that we did as a test. Oh, okay, so do you wanna share your screen and you can show everyone what that looks like? Sure. The question that we got from a number of people is, well, can we have a poster if we're not gonna have the usual poster session and so forth? So the answer is yes, you can have a poster and we will publish it with your abstract. So Sarah, do you want to explain what you're showing us here? Yes, okay. So here I have clicked into this particular abstract by Kristen McHenry and her group. And she's um, on, I think I saw her on the, uh, she's on the Zoom call right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, you are our, our guinea pig. Um, so here's that <laughs> abstract. 
And um, for the abstracts that do have posters, it's not all of them because we made that optional. But if you want to see if um, the group sent along a poster, it's going to be right here under this tab where it says supplemental. So you would just click on that and then you're going to see a link download poster and they're all gonna be in a PDF format. So you just click that and it would automatically download the PDF for you. So you could take a look at their poster. Can we look at Kristen's? Sure, Hang on. I think I'll have to change my... Oh, okay, don't worry about it. I... My sharing here. We're gonna, we're gonna, I was going to congratulate Kristen on a very nice poster. Shared that one window. All right. Uh, well, should we move on? Sure. So, uh, so eventually we will have all of the posters that were submitted will be uploaded as supplementary files. And uh, if any of you are uh, one of the editor's choice, abstracts. What we're doing for the editor's choice is the PowerPoint presentations that will be used. We will upload the PowerPoint slides as supplementary material. So you can then, I guess a point that I could make is you can during your presentation, you can refer people to look at your poster and they should be able to pull up the poster while you're doing your presentation. Sarah uh, sent the links for the sessions with the email that went out inviting you to join this Zoom meeting. So you should have the, uh, the link, the Zoom link for the session where you will be doing your presentation. I would suggest that you log into the session about five or 10 minutes before the start time. So we're all there and available and, and ready to go and we can get started promptly. All of the sessions, the time for all of the sessions is central time. I've gotten some inquiries from people about what time zone it is. So the time zone is central time. So if you are in a different time zone, uh, make note of that. Sarah, uh, I believe also sent a list of presenters along with the invite to this meeting. Is that correct, Sarah? I think that was one of the attachments that you had sent. Yeah, I think it was included on this email. Uh, so, so take a look at that. We know that there are some people for whatever reason are not able to present at the time. And there's a co-author who will be doing the presentation. If that's the case, let us know. You can let me know or let Sarah know. We will try to update that, uh, update that roster, that list. Uh, before the open forum and try to send that out towards the end of this month. Uh, for those of you who are moderators, it's possible that someone will show up to do a presentation who is not the person on your list. So if you invite Andy Miller to present his abstract and somebody else says, well, Andy can't be with us, but I'm a co-author, I'm going to present, just go with the flow. That happened last year. I suspect it'll happen again this year, and, and that's fine. Like last year, I prepared a short 
pre-recorded uh, yeah, pre-recorded actually audio video, uh, introducing people to the session and talking about CRCE, thanking Monahan for their support and so forth. That runs about a little bit over a minute and a half. So when the session is when the when the session's ready to begin, Sarah will run that video. Once that video completes in, in a minute and a half or so, then the moderator should pick up, introduce themselves, begin the session. So we should be able to get the session started within a few minutes of the time that is scheduled to begin. So if you're the first one to present, be ready because within a few minutes after the start, uh, you'll be called upon to do your presentation. Sarah provided a, a virtual background that you can use in Zoom uh, for the session. Sarah and I are sporting our virtual backgrounds. We realized a couple of hours ago that they are cropped, as you can see on the left and the right. So uh, we're going to see if we can get that fixed. Likely we will send you out a new virtual background sometime before the end of the month. You're not required to use that. Uh, I think it's nice if you do use that. Uh, it acknowledges Monahan, who is our sponsor, uh, for uh, for example. So that that's nice. If you, uh, Sarah, do you think we should show people how to choose the background, or are people familiar with that in Zoom? How to change the background? If, uh, I think in the last year and a half or two years, we all got a lot of experience with Zoom. So I, I'm thinking- Yeah, I'm run through it for me for the- Okay. Okay. So, so Sherwin wants a tutorial. Do you-, are you <laughs> Or if you can send it via email, it'd be good. <laughs> well, if we can show you, that might be quicker. Okay. Here, let me share my screen again. I think I can do it while I have- Meeting open. Okay, so from Zoom, and I think you need to do it from the Zoom app rather than um, being logged in um, through the website, but you want to go to settings, and then you'll look here on the left, you're going to see backgrounds and filters. And there's some um, like standard you know, little pictures in here, none is one of the options. And um, here is our virtual background for the meeting. So first you would have to click the little plus icon. Exactly. So here would be this little plus, add a virtual background image. Um, not sure if it'll do it while I'm in a meeting, but. But, but Sherwin, essentially what you do is you take yeah. the, you take the that image that Sarah sent out to us, uh, and we'll send out a newer one in a couple of weeks. Just download that onto your desktop, and then in Zoom, you can click that plus icon, and then you can choose from your desktop that file. Then that will add it into the virtual backgrounds, like you can see on Sarah's computer, and you just click on it, and voila, there it is. Sounds good. Thank you. We do in, 
encourage everyone to uh, to allow video if you're comfortable with that. Uh, certainly, while you're if you're a presenter or a moderator, for sure, allow video. Uh, we want to be able to see you while you're doing your presentation. Uh, if if you have issues with uh, you know, the amount of uh, bandwidth you have and so forth, and you need to shut off your video. We understand that when you have, it is nice to be able to see everyone uh, because as we were talking about before the meeting got started, most of us haven't seen one another for the last two years. So at least we'll be able to see your face and to see your lips moving and so forth. So I knew that was Sherwin as soon as I heard him talk, but seeing his face uh, just <laughs> made, it, made it all the more clear that that was Sherwin Morgan who was talking to me. <laughs> as far as mics, the, the only people who should have their mics open are the moderators and the presenter. So we'll ask everybody else to shut off their, to, uh, to turn off their mics. That will be included in that minute and a half opening video that I will do with each of the sessions. Uh, we, as far as, uh, as far as questions, we ask people to type their questions into the chat box rather than, uh, than to ask the questions, uh, uh, to ask, uh, oral questions. So it just gets a lot easier, I think, if we use the chat box than if we have to look for who has their hand raised, you know, and so forth and so on. So uh, so the, the presentations will be in the order that they are published online in either the program for the meeting. Uh, Sarah raised her hand. You have a question, Sarah? I do. Right as you said, it's easier than watching well, I thought people maybe to raise you, their hands. <laughs> I thought maybe you were trying to see if I, I was, was paying attention. I was not, but but it worked out. The timing worked out perfect. Um, I, I was I was going to ask a, a question about the muting. I know that last year there were several sessions where I was in where you know, most people had muted, but there was one person. And then so that person didn't realize they were unmuted. They were talking in the background. I think only the host has the ability to mute participants. Um, could, could that be a request um, from a moderator and a presenter um, that the host, I'm not sure if it will be Sarah for all of the sessions or if that if that will be a rotating responsibility, but if they could make sure that people that are inadvertently making noises in the background could be muted. So Sarah, can you can you mute people as the host? Uh, yes. I can also tell Sarah to put her hand down. <laughs> yes, she can. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I'll, I'll definitely keep a lookout for that. I might even be able to add that for moderators just so we even have a couple extra people um, yeah, that's not a bad idea. In case it takes me, you know, a minute to find. Well, you've got a lot to do. Scrolling, trying to yes. find the microphone. Yes, it just was. I, it was totally inadvertent, and I, I even remember saying as the moderator in one of the sessions, "Can everybody before we start the next one? Can everybody please make sure their microphone is muted?" And somebody still didn't do it. So yeah, it's it really gets distracting. Uh, and then the other thing that I was going to say, kind of along those lines, is. If you don't use the virtual background, 
be aware of what's behind you and traffic <laughs> behind you and so forth. That also can be very distracting if, you know, well, you know, while Sherwin is doing his presentation, we see somebody pouring coffee and, you know, looking over his shoulder and so forth. So just be, be mindful of those kinds of things. For the moderators, uh, asked you to keep the introduction short. So, you know, you can say, you know, our next presenter is Dr. Jay Lee from Rush University and the title of her presentation is and read that. And what we want is we want to give the, the presenter the optimum amount of time to make their presentations and then have plenty of time for discussion and for questions and answers after the presentation and so forth. So, uh, so try to, I think, keep the, the introduction short. So we, you don't have to read uh, Jay's very long and extensive CV as you are introducing her to do her open forum abstract. Presenters uh, have two minutes to make their presentations. I think I've made that clear already in several emails and we will emphasize that again. So rehearse your presentations, make sure that they don't go over two minutes. I have encouraged uh, some people who have asked, the, the, some people have asked, is it okay if I just read it? And the answer is yes, that's perfectly okay. I would rather that you read your two minute presentation and that you know that it stays within two minutes then that you get one minute into it and you get a brain freeze and then you know that's uh, that, that that's that's awkward and what it does is it cuts into the time then that we have to discuss your your presentation a question that I've gotten asked this year and was asked last year is is it possible for us to put up a slide? Is it possible for us to show a poster? You know, those kinds of things. And the, the short answer to that is no. So the only thing that we should see uh, during your presentation is your face uh, while you're making the presentation. We want to keep this as simple as possible. So if we have to get into uh, to uh, Sarah allowing people to share screens and so forth. We're going to eat up a lot of time just trying to get screen sharing on and off and it, some people get stuck and we have to help them and so forth. So, so no slides, no visuals. The only visual is the face of the presenter during your presentation. As I think I pointed out before, attendees are asked to type their questions into the chat window. That's something that again will be included in the minute and a half opening video. So the I think the it's it's much easier for uh, attendees to type their questions into the chat window and then the moderators can screen the questions and it may be possible sometimes to collapse questions into a single question and so forth. That's again I think is uh, is works out better than having people raise their hands and you know open their mics and so forth. Uh, and Sarah, if you want to raise your hand again, feel free. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> there you go. I I wondered if you were still paying attention. <laughs> so uh, we have about five minutes for presentation. 
So there's so uh, moderators, I'd ask you to do a, a little bit of math. You know how many persons will be in your in your session. We have 90 minutes total. We cannot go over the 90 minutes. So uh, so at 90 minutes, we have to be through. So uh, so what uh, what we need to do is to make sure that you keep the pace so we get through all of the abstracts in the allotted time. So if we have 90 minutes, take five minutes off for beginning and ending remarks. So you have 85 minutes. So you can divide that by the number of abstracts in your session. I think many of them are around 16, 17, 18, 19 abstracts. And that gives you an idea of about how much time you have for each abstract. If the session runs short, which might happen, so sometimes there will be some presenters who are no-shows. And I think you need to consider the possibility that there could be two or three no-shows in your session. Uh, if that is the case for the moderators, think about a plan that you will have to fill the remaining time. So that might mean that you will loop back to an earlier presentation and ask some more questions. So maybe, maybe the second presenter had 20 questions that were typed into the chat box and you only had time to cover half of them. Well, if you have remaining time at the end, you can loop back to that presenter and ask some additional questions. Or you could just ask the audience if they have any questions at all for any of the presenters. Uh, this happened last year in a couple of the sessions that we ended up about 10 or 15 minutes short uh, or of extra time after each of the presentations. And it worked out just fine because uh, there was some lively discussion that ensued about the overall topic of the presentations or we looped out, looped back to previous presenters, asked more questions and so forth. We need to fill the 90 minutes for CRCE purposes. So each open forum has, has been granted 1.5 CRCE for 90 minutes. So uh, because of that CRCE requirement, we have to have educational activity for those 90 minutes. So the, uh, something else, this again is directed primarily at the moderators, but also at presenters. We want to make sure we don't miss anybody. Uh, so it's very embarrassing if we go through the session and there was somebody who was quietly waiting for the opportunity to make their presentation and somehow they got missed. So if you, once we get, so leave a little time, I'd say leave five minutes at the end so that you can ask the question of the group did everybody have an opportunity to present their abstract? Is there's anybody who was missed? Uh, this I think is also uh, helps if there's somebody who for whatever reason joins late. So let's say the first presenter gets waylaid for whatever reason and they come into the session 10 minutes late. Well, then at the end, when you ask if there's anybody who has not had an opportunity to present their abstract, that person can speak up and say, sorry, I was late, uh, I was the first presenter. And that way we can give 
everybody an opportunity to present. At the same time, if you're a presenter and you get missed for some reason, and you know these things happen, you know, type something into the chat box. Say, I thought I was the next presenter. Did you miss me or whatever? And then we can make our apologies and loop back and get you involved. Or if we get to the end and you haven't been called on uh, as a presenter, please speak up. Say, for some reason I got missed or I was late arriving or whatever. Uh, speak up and say that you were missed and we can make sure you have an opportunity to present. So we'll make our apologies if that happens. What we don't want to do is to miss somebody completely. You, I know everybody, every presenter puts a lot of work into the research which led to the abstract and the writing of the abstract. And for your two minute presentation, you might've spent hours putting that together so you could get it just right. So we want everybody to have an opportunity to be able to present their abstract. And we, you know, it's, it's terribly disappointing to the presenter. It's terribly embarrassing to all of us if somebody gets missed. Moderators uh, leave a little time at the end to summarize. So it doesn't have to be a lot of time. So if we're getting tight on time, uh, it can be just uh, very short. Uh, thank you for your presentations. Thanks to all the presenters for their hard work on presenting their abstracts and their research. Thanks to all of you for attending for your very nice questions that you asked, those kinds of things. And, uh, and then remind everybody again that they, they need to follow the instructions to get their CRCE credit. Uh, please don't ask me right now what those instructions are. I don't recall what they are off the top of my head, but the instructions that you would use to get your CRCE credit for any other presentation at the Congress will apply to the open forum as well. So Sarah and I will be present, I think for, uh, I'll, I'll probably, I will likely be present from most of the presentations, except when I have to step out and, and do my own presentation and, in Congress, uh, Sarah though will be present for the entire time. So Sarah will be uh, monitoring how things are going. I ask all of the moderators for your cell phone numbers. Thank you for providing those. Uh, if there's something that Sarah or I recognize is going to miss, we'll send you a text message. Or if we if we are 60 minutes into the presentation and we have 15 more abstracts to present. We're going to send you a text message and ask you to pick up the pace. So, uh, so we, will be, we will be lurking around in the background at the same time. If you, uh, I think I shared my cell phone number with all the moderators, I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, but if you have, uh, if, if, you, if, if you're having any issues from your side as a moderator, either send a text message to me or you can do send a private message to Sarah and me in the chat box and we'll address those things right away. So I would say we are here to help, but I will mostly say Sarah is here to help. So if you have any problems, I'm sure Sarah can get it all figured out very quickly. 
And if you ask me, I will probably have to ask Sarah. So just go right ahead and ask Sarah. The, uh, the first open forum session is our editor's choice session. Just to let you know, that is a little bit different than the other sessions. There are eight editor's choice abstracts. How the biggest way that this is different than the other sessions is that the presenters of the editor's choice abstracts will be doing short PowerPoint presentations. So they are all presently working on their PowerPoint presentations and pre-recording those, and we will play the recorded presentations and then have discussion of those abstracts as we have discussion of all of the abstracts. Uh, moderators don't have to worry about that. Rich Branson and I will moderate that session, uh, but certainly we invite everybody to attend the editor's choice session and uh, also to attend as many of the other open forum abstract sessions as you can. Okay, so let's see. The other thing that I wanted to, uh, to point out is if, if it does get close to the time, to the day of your presentation, if you find that you cannot present, but one of your co-authors will be able to stand in for you, uh, it's helpful if you let Sarah and me know. So send Sarah and me an email and say something came up. I won't be presenting my abstract. My co-author, whoever it is, will be presenting. Let us know, and then we'll pass that information on to the moderators. And that'll just make things go smoother during the session so that the correct presenter can be introduced right at the top. So that's all that I had. Sarah, is there anything you can think of that I missed? I don't think so, although I did um, finally pull up Kristen's poster, so I can show that oh, okay. everyone now as a, an example. A good example. So here you are. Here's an example of a poster right. that would be attached um, to some of the abstracts. Again, that's in under the supplemental uh, tab when you're looking at the abstracts on the journal website. Great. Well, thank you, Kristen. For sharing. I don't think I have anything else. Anybody have any questions? Are there things that I confused you about? Or are there questions that you had that I missed or did not think of? You can certainly, you're welcome to unmute your mic and just ask your question. So you don't have to type it in a chat box like we'll do during the the open forum itself. Everything was good. All right, Sherwin's smiling, so that makes me feel we've done okay. <laughs> I think Sarah's smiling too. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, uh, looking forward to a very successful open forum again. For the presenters, congratulations on being selected to present at the open forum. Uh, you've done a lot of hard work to get to this point. We're looking forward to your 
participation in the open forum. And I am optimistic that this will be every bit as successful as it was last year. Thank you, sir. Okay, well, with that, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Gracias. All right, bye now. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now.